This fight was billed as the dream fight because that was how it came about via a conversation between HBO boxing analyst Larry Merchant and ESPN writer Dan Rayfield. But after a rematch between Oscar De La Hoya and Floyd Mayweather Jr. was scuttled with Mayweather's sudden retirement in June of 2008, the dream was now becoming a reality. Both fighters were at vastly different stages in their career at this point. De La Hoya was 35 years old and coming off of a 12-round unanimous decision over former champion Steve Forbes where he controlled the fight but didn't look spectacular at the same time. On the other hand, Manny Pacquiao was 29 and probably having the best year of his professional career. In March, he won a hard-fought split decision over rival Juan Manuel Marquez to win the WBC Super Featherweight title, and three months later, he obliterated David Diaz to win the WBC Lightweight title. Also with the retirement of Floyd Mayweather Jr., Pacquiao had now been elevated to boxing's number one fighter pound for pound. The lead-up to this fight was also very interesting as well. In May of 2007, Oscar sought Pacquiao's trainer, Freddie Roach's help in his fight against Floyd Mayweather Jr., which he lost by split decision. De La Hoya later insisted that he lost because it was the wrong game plan putting the blame on Roach. Freddie Roach dismissed this, saying that Oscar couldn't pull the trigger anymore and was too old. The fight was to take place in the welterweight division weight class Oscar hadn't fought in in over seven years and which was two weight classes higher than Pacquiao's last fight against David Diaz. If you listened to De La Hoya in the lead up to this fight you would have believed that he was in the middle of a career renaissance. He brought in Ignacio Berstein, trainer of Juan Manuel Marquez and even legendary trainer Angelo Dundee had been stopping by Oscar's Big Bear training camp to lend some pointers to the golden boy who at one point claimed he felt well enough to fight at 140 pounds again. The media also seemed to believe that this would be a great night for Oscar De La Hoya. In Ring Magazine, out of a panel of experts poll to predict a winner for this fight, only two thought Manny Pacquiao had a chance. The night of the fight should have been the first warning sign that something was not quite right. It would make sense that Pacquiao, fighting in the welterweight division for the first time, would come in light weighing in at 142 pounds and hydrating back up to 148.5 pounds at the time of the fight. Oscar, on the other hand, weighed in the previous day at 145 pounds, his lowest weight in 12 years, and had only hydrated back up to 147 pounds. Freddie Roach later revealed that when referee Tony Weeks was giving his instructions to Pacquiao and Oscar, he could see little drops of blood on Oscar's arm, showing that he had been rehydrating improperly through IVs. He told Pacquiao to start fast on Oscar. Pacquiao starts by landing a quick left hand on Oscar and using his movement to keep De La Hoya from landing a shot. There are a few moments where Oscar is missing punches and you have to wonder what impact they would have on Manny if they had landed. Halfway through the first round, and Oscar's face was starting to turn red from the punches Pacquiao had landed. 25 seconds left in the round, Manny lands a left hand that very briefly buckles Oscar's knees, and he follows up with another straight left hand, and it becomes painfully aware to everyone watching that the speed of Pacquiao is making a difference, and that whatever punches are landing for Oscar, they're not making a big impact on Pacquiao's game plan. The start of the action in round two was very reflective of the instructions both fighters were given in the corner. De La Hoya was told to be more assertive and lively with his jab. Pacquiao was told to stay off of the ropes. Less than 10 seconds into the round, Oscar gets Manny on the ropes and as soon as his back touches them, 
Pacquiao moves off of them like they're burning like hot coals. Manny then fires some more straight left hands that sneak past De La Hoya's guard. For most of that round, Oscar's throwing out his jab and a few right hands, but even the right hand doesn't look like it has a lot of power on it. Halfway through the round, some swelling becomes visible around De La Hoya's left eye because of all the straight left hands that Manny's landing, and shortly afterwards, they have a toe-to-toe -to -toe exchange where they trade body blows. And then a few seconds later, he lands a straight left hand to the body, which Larry Merchant saw as making Oscar nearly double over. The speed and effectiveness of Pacquiao's left hand alone make it clear by the end of the second round that Oscar has yet to figure out how to fight the man in front of him. Going into the third round, Oscar was being chastised for moving in without throwing punches, while Pacquiao was instructed to keep boxing and moving from side to side, and it was revealed that according to CompuBox, Pacquiao had landed more than half of his power punches compared to only 6 of 56 jabs from De La Hoya. Even as the two combatants engaged, Emmanuel Stewart, who was working commentary for HBO, predicted that Pacquiao would get stronger as the fight went on. Once again, this round follows the same pattern as the previous two, wherein Oscar is just moving in, firing some jabs, and Pacquiao is using his head movement to avoid the punches while landing some of his own. Halfway through the round, Oscar is able to back Manny into the ropes, but once again, as soon as those ropes touch his back, Manny moves off to the side and gets back in the center of the ring and lands a big left hand right on Oscar's face where the damage is becoming even more apparent. De La Hoya finishes the round more spirited than he began, but it's clear that this is Pacquiao's fight and that right now, Oscar's just the opponent. Before the fourth round, Jim Lampley reminded viewers at home that the last time Oscar fought a southpaw was 11 years ago against Hector Camacho Sr. as a replay of some of the straight left hands that many has landed thus far played. Harold Letterman, the longtime unofficial judge for HBO, had scored a shutout for Pacquiao, explaining that Pacquiao's constant movement was making it hard for Oscar to land a punch because he couldn't get set, and just as he says that, that's exactly what happens. Oscar gets turned, and Pacquiao lands two quick left hands. As the round goes on, the commentators begin discussing Oscar's ineffectiveness with the right hand, which is usually used to neutralize left-handed fighters like Pacquiao. Then, Manny attacks with a straight left hand to the body, which is quickly followed up by a short right hook to the chin of Oscar. With less than a minute left in the round, Pacquiao lands some more good body blows to De La Hoya, and then follows up with more jabs and left hands, causing Larry Merchant to remark that this is getting embarrassing. And you have to remember that as the bell goes to end the round, we're only one-third of the way through the fight. De La Hoya's corner is urging him to throw more punches, insisting that's his best defense. Meanwhile, in Pacquiao's corner, Freddie Roach gave what would effectively become a summary of the whole fight. He can't handle your speed, son. Pacquiao starts out the fifth round firing a double jab that's countered by Oscar, and the commentators are wondering how Oscar can hope to win the fight and comparing this performance against his performance against Floyd Mayweather Jr. Pacquiao then lands a left hand on the glove of Oscar, but quickly follows up with a big right hand that really brings the crowd alive. Oscar fires back a few pitter-patter jabs, but then Pacquiao really starts to open up his punches. Left hand, uppercut, left hook, jab, jab, left hand, right hook, jab, left hand. It was almost like Pacquiao was starting to realize that Oscar couldn't do anything to hurt him, but everything he, Pacquiao, could do was hurting Oscar, because all Oscar's doing at this point is keeping his gloves glued to the side of his face. 
De La Hoya once again tries fighting back, but his jabs look so weak, like they're just trying to feel out Manny as if this were the first round. With more than 30 seconds left, Oscar lands a good body shot in the left hand that moved Pacquiao to the back of the ropes, and it seems like those two shots, they briefly energize Oscar, and he lands four left hands to Pacquiao's head, which has been the best offense we've seen out of him all night, but Manny just lifts his hands out as if to say, okay, bring it on. Just when it looks like Oscar might be able to steal the round, Pacquiao rallies in the last few seconds to remind everyone who's really in control of the round and the fight. Very telling was at the end of the round, Oscar gave a very small nod to Pacquiao, like he was acknowledging what was happening. In Oscar's corner, Bearstein sounds like he's trying to give a psychology lesson to Oscar, congratulating him and telling him to throw more hooks to the body. Freddie Roach told Manny not to play around and to keep the fight in the middle of the ring. The sixth round begins and the action is quite minimal, leading Larry Merchant to assume that De La Hoya is looking to counterpunch, hoping to catch Manny coming in. At one point, it looks like Manny lands a punch low, and based on Oscar's reaction, he might have, but referee Tony Weeks doesn't say anything, even though he's in perfect position to see the punch land. Emmanuel Stewart guesses that it's because De La Hoya is wearing his cup, quote, extremely high. They trade body shots, and Pacquiao follows up with another set of jabs, followed by a left hand. He does the same at the start of the final minute, and finishes the round with another series of left hands landing on Oscar's face. Bearstein presses Oscar to throw more punches as he feels Pacquiao is starting to get tired. Roach tells Pacquiao to keep boxing and turning Oscar. At this point in the fight, going into the seventh round, two of the three judges have it a shutout for Manny Pacquiao, with Stanley Christodoulou giving the first round to Oscar. Harold Letterman also has it a shutout for Pacquiao. A minute into the round, Manny starts firing his jab and starts backing up Oscar, who is still trying to counterpunch but not having a lot of luck at it. Manny lands some more jabs, and then a body shot, and Oscar backs into the corner, and this is where it starts to look like the possibility of Manny Pacquiao stopping Oscar De La Hoya is becoming more and more obvious. He unloads punches, but also keeps stepping back after each combination, wary of the possibility that Oscar might be trying to bait him into a trap, but soon Pacquiao realizes that's not going to happen and finishes another combination with a left hook that moves Oscar off the ropes and forces him to hold onto the ropes briefly for leverage. And then, somehow, Oscar ends up back in the corner as Pacquiao keeps up the onslaught. Oscar had a perfect escape route to briefly get away and retreat, but all he could do was just go back into the corner like he had no energy. Pacquiao eventually gets Oscar back into the middle of the ring, and then Oscar is against the ropes, while Tony Weeks looks like he's getting ready to stop the fight. It's clearly Pacquiao's best round, with Larry Merchant comparing him at one point to the legendary Henry Armstrong. Oscar once again tries fighting back, landing some shots on Pacquiao, but all they do is get Pacquiao more fired up in a round where he's landed more than 50 power shots, the most that any opponent has ever landed on Oscar in a single round. In the corner for round 8, both Bearstain and Tony Weeks warn Oscar that he has to throw punches or one of them will have to stop the fight. At the start of the round, Harold Letterman's unofficial scorecard showed that he actually scored round 7 a 10-8 round for Manny Pacquiao, who starts out with more jabs and left hands. Eventually, Oscar is once again backed up into the corner and this time, Tony Weeks looks like he's ready to pounce at the first sign of danger to Oscar, but you can also sense some restraint on his part because of Oscar's reputation in the sport. 
Manny lands some good body shots and once again lands combinations, but at the same time, you can almost sense some hesitation on his part as well. It's like he recognized the damage he's done to Oscar up to this point, a man he calls his idol. He knows that Oscar can't do anything to hurt him, and while he loves the fact that he's winning, he doesn't want to keep on hurting him. In the last 30 seconds, Manny gets him in the corner once again, and after a short exchange, allows Oscar out. De La Hoya uses the opportunity to now land some shots on Manny and to get him on the ropes briefly. Manny finishes the round getting Oscar in the corner and landing 13 unanswered punches on him. Before going to their corners, Oscar tapped Manny on the gloves. Perhaps not so much a sign of respect, but rather a passing of the torch. Tony Weeks tells Oscar that if he keeps getting hit, he's stopping the fight. Finally, Ignacio Berestain tells Oscar that he's going to stop the fight right now, as he's too fast and there's no reason to continue. They briefly float the idea of one more round, but even Oscar looks like he wants this to end. The bell rings, but instead of going over to Manny Pacquiao in the hopes of eking out a victory, Oscar De La Hoya goes over there to hug him and congratulate him on his victory. Pacquiao was declared winner by TKO victory at the end of round number 8. This, combined with his victories over Diaz and Marquez earlier in the year, would make Pacquiao Ring Magazine's Fighter of the Year for 2008 and elevate him into superstar status that transcended the sport. For De La Hoya, this was the last fight of his legendary career. He would announce his retirement in April of 2009, but his battle with Pacquiao didn't end there. He would occasionally drop hints and support allegations that Pacquiao had to use performance-enhancing drugs in the lead-up to their fight. Perhaps the only way for De La Hoya to hurt Pacquiao was by damaging his reputation.